Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 10th episode of English with Tim, the podcast where you can learn English vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation in depth and detail so you can bring your English to the next level. I'm Tim Sexton, a native speaker, teacher, polyglot, world traveler, and author of Words for Numbers, where you can learn hundreds of words that are useful for talking about data and numbers for business or IELTS Task 1 academic writing. You can find Words for Numbers at patreon.com slash words for numbers. This episode is specially for my listener, Yulia, who has some questions about verbs used to talk about influencing other people and how to use these verbs at work and in life. We've got seven verbs today, and I'm going to place them more or less on a spectrum from least pressure to most pressure. These verbs are let, ask, have, tell, get, make, and force. There are more verbs that talk about influencing people, of course, but seven synonyms is really the limit of what most people can handle before it becomes too much and their heads just explode from too much information. Most of these are really common words, but a lot of them have things about them that you don't know, meanings that you don't know, and constructions that you probably don't know. So let's get to the first verb, let. When you let someone do something, it means that you do not stop a person from doing what they want to do. In other words, you allow that person to do it. There are two things to note about this verb. First, you use it in more conversational and informal contexts, less so for business. Second, we do not use to with let. It's let him do something, not let him to do something. It sounds bad. Listen to three examples. One, parents nowadays are a lot more strict than they used to be. They let their kids do much fewer things than 20 or 30 years ago. For example, when I was seven and my brother was 11, our mom and dad let us walk three kilometers to a park, catch frogs, turtles, and snakes there, and then bring them home. Two, our teacher let us play outside for another 20 minutes because we all behaved well. Third and last, management lets us wear jeans to the office on Fridays. Next verb, we can also use, oh sorry, next construction with let. We can also use let to make suggestions. Mostly we do this um, with us in the familiar contraction, let us, let's, where a member of a group makes a suggestion for the actions of the whole group. Three quick examples. One, let's go. Two, let's talk about this later. Third and last, let's order some sushi. I'm too tired to cook. It's less well known that we can use let not just with us, but also to make suggestions about what other people do, more often than not when they are not present to hear the suggestion. Listen to four examples. One, I'm so tired of helping them. Let them solve their own problems. Two, let David finish writing the report. He's not as busy as the rest of us. Three, why don't we just let the neighbor kid cut the grass while we're on vacation? Fourth and last, I don't know how to change the oil, in, the oil in my car. We can let Tom do it. He's always ready to help with that kind of stuff. Moving on, let's increase the pressure a bit. The second verb we have is ask someone to do something. I will give just three examples, short ones, because I'm assuming everyone listening knows how to use this verb. One, I don't like asking others to help me. Two, Mary asked you to call her back as soon as possible. Third and last, We asked the people downstairs to turn their, down their music, but they just ignored us. The next verb is to have someone do something. 
This means the same thing as ask someone to do something, but there are some differences. The first difference is that the person we ask was generally willing to do what we wanted. They could be willing to do what we ask either because they like doing this task or because it's their job and we paid them. The second difference is that the person we asked did what we wanted. If we have someone cut our hair or paint our house or fix our car, that other person in fact does what we asked. This meaning of have is not the first one maybe that springs to mind when you think of the verb have, but it's still quite common. Let's listen to 10 examples. Please notice that we use have someone do something without to. One, Leona had someone take pictures of her for her Instagram. Two, my wife had the kid next door cut the grass and paid him 20 bucks. Three, stop wasting time on Jane and how she's always late. Yeah, we'll just have HR deal with her. Four, dictators often have the police arrest people who complain about the political situation in a country. Five, I'm really nervous because later this afternoon, I'm going to have the dentist pull my tooth. Six, my girlfriend is having someone paint her fingernails this afternoon, so I'm spending time with my buddies. Seven, why are we supposed to take pictures for the ad campaign? Have someone in the marketing department do it. After all, it's their job. Eight, payroll is a complicated and difficult process, even if we only do it once a month, so we have an external organization do it for all of our employees. By the way, payroll, this word means uh, the paying of employees, including taking out the right amount of tax for the government, following how much money each person is paid over time. So again, the example with the word payroll already explained. We have an external organization do payroll for all of our employees. Nine, famous people like presidents and sports stars often publish books they claim to have written, but in reality, much of the time, they just have someone else write the books for them. Tenth and last, my computer kept crashing, so I had my Uncle Tom fix it for me. Notice that, uh, by the way, that whenever I talk in this podcast about someone fixing something, I always talk about an Uncle Tom. That's a real guy. I think I've mentioned that before. He really fixes everything. Electrical, mechanical, hydrological, you name it. Um, So uh, that is not quite the end of this meaning of have, though. We can also use have in this meaning without saying which person does the action. In this case, we use the third form of the verb for the action that we want someone else to do. Again, what we ask is something the person might do anyway, or it might also be their job, and in fact, the person who asks gets a result. Ten examples. One, I had my computer fixed, and now it works perfectly. Two, I had the grass cut because I was too tired to do it myself. Three, the car, the car was dirty after we drove it halfway across the country, so we had it washed. Four, Leona had some pictures taken of her for Instagram. Five, dictators routinely have their opponents arrested or even killed. Six, the boss is in a terrible mood. He had a tooth pulled earlier this afternoon, so don't go near him. Seven, my girlfriend and her friends all went to the salon and had their fingernails painted. Eight, before we print a new menu for our restaurant, we need to have some pictures taken of the food that we serve. Nine, doing payroll is too time-consuming, so we have it taken care of for us every month. Tenth and last, he had a book written for him, put his name on the cover, and then added his accomplishment to his resume. 
The next verb to talk about is get someone to do something. When we get someone to do something, we have a person who does not at first want to do something, and then we convince that person to do what we want. Not only do we convince the person, but the person in fact does what we want. We usually do this by nagging or bothering the person and complaining to them a lot until they do what we want. Eight examples. One, Natalia got her husband to pick his socks up off the floor after bothering him about it for five days. Two, we need to get the telemarketers to stop calling us every 20 minutes. Three, Arthur's wife is trying to get him to eat healthier food so he doesn't die of a heart attack. That's another true story. Many years ago, I worked in a bicycle shop, and one of the two owners, his name was Arthur, and uh, he his diet was basically just French fries and buckets of fried chicken. And his wife would always call up unexpectedly and ask, Arthur, what are you eating? And he would always say, I'm eating a green salad, and his hands were covered with fat. And he did, I believe, die of heart attack. So, four, somebody needs to get the neighbors to turn the music down so we can all get some sleep. Five, we're selling our house and need it to look good, so we got the neighbors to cut their grass. Six, we got our teenaged son to cut his hair and find a job. It took us weeks of nagging him every day, but it finally worked. Seven, we finally got the police to put a speed camera in the neighborhood after like three months of calling and writing to them almost every day. Eighth and last, John got angry and said a bunch of unpleasant stuff to like half the people at the party. We finally got him to say he was, sor- he was sorry, but nobody really believes him. The next verb is make. Let's start with the most basic meaning of make. We use this verb to say that one event or fact or action simply causes something else to happen. Eight examples. One, coffee makes you stay awake. Two, this medicine makes your blood pressure go down. Three, your accent is so good that it made me think you were a native speaker. Four, the wind blew so hard that it made the tree in our backyard fall over. Five, I have no idea what makes you say such mean things. I've never done anything wrong to you. Six, He made people think he could talk to the dead and started charging money for his services. 7. Traveling to other countries and living there for long periods of time makes you rethink the way you see the world. 8. And last. The increase in stock prices made it seem like the company was doing better, but the improvement was only short-lived. One thing to keep in mind with this meaning of make is that it talks about a type of causing that really leaves no other options. Caffeine makes you stay awake. If you take it, you will be awake and that's it. If the wind made your tree fall over, the tree had no other choice but to fall. If something makes someone say mean things, it sounds like the person has no choice, even if that's not really true. Let's move on to a similar meaning of make, this one more often involving people. This other meaning is that someone uses their authority to cause someone to do something. This could be the authority of a parent, a boss, or possibly the government or a teacher. Behind this authority is the punishment that this authority could give someone. Ten examples. One, the police made me get out of the car so they could search it. Two, why do I have to make you clean your room? Why can't you just do it without any pressure? Three, Arthur's wife tried to make him eat healthier food, but it didn't work. Four, my mom made me stop complaining. 
She said if I kept complaining, I wouldn't play video games for the rest of the month. 5. Teachers can't make all of their students do all of their homework all of the time. 6. The teacher made three of his students stay after school and complete all the work they'd missed. 7. We missed a ton of school days because of snow, so the principal made us come to school on a Saturday. That's another true story. When I was a kid, maybe I was in the 5th or 6th grade, it snowed a bunch of times, we missed a bunch of school days, and they made us come to school on a Saturday. It was like a total tragedy. 8. The boss made us work over the weekend, which means that I will have worked 12 days without a break. 9. The boss saw mistakes in the report and made us go through it again to fix them all. Tenth and last, you can make me say I believe, but you can't make me really believe. The last verb we have to deal with is force someone to do something. When you force someone to do an action, you cause them to do it by using physical violence or the threat of physical violence. Four examples. One, my dad forced me to eat my vegetables. This means that the dad put the vegetables on the fork, opened the kid's mouth with one hand, and used the other hand to push the fork in the kid's mouth when the kid didn't want that. Two, the mafia forced a business rival to sign a contract giving up all of his property. This means that the mafia maybe put a gun to the guy's head, maybe said they would break his legs or hurt his family. Three, in some countries, girls are forced to get married to much older men. Honestly, I don't know how this happens and really don't want to know. Fourth and last, it's really horrible when the police force someone to confess to a crime they didn't commit. In this case, it's like with the mafia. Someone holds a gun to the head or beats the person up until they confess or whatever. Um, there is a very, second, a very um, similar second meaning of force. It means to cause someone to do something by creating a situation in which the caused action was the only reasonable action the person could do. Three examples. One, the war forced millions to flee the country and seek a new life elsewhere. Two, we are forced to respond to the rumors about us that have been spreading for weeks. We can't let lies be spread about us without us defending ourselves. Third and last, heavy snow and ice storms forced airlines to cancel flights and holiday travelers to stay home and not drive. So that's all the six, uh, seven verbs um, for influencing people's behavior. That is all for today. Uh, Yulia, I hope that answered your questions. Thanks to everyone else for listening, and I hope you have a great week, uh, and I will see you next Monday.